Hello punters, welcome to another edition of Off The Map. We're going to be looking at the Rose Hill meeting, of course it was the Hawkesbury standalone. We still get all of the Group 3 features, but it will be run at Rose Hill. Lee Dalton, uh, how are you today? Good morning Brad, yeah really well and uh, looking forward to this meeting. It's always a big one for Hawkesbury each year and obviously it's a shame we're not racing there for the club, but the fact that we're still racing and we're all off to Rose Hill and they're terrific uh, fields, it's, it's all positive isn't it? I imagine it's a bit of a bonus for you, given you spend a lot of your time doing the maps for these metro tracks. Uh, when you're doing it for Hawkesbury, probably throws a little bit of a spinner in the works. I must admit, yeah, we've got a young guy in the office, Daniel Stevens, and who does the provincial maps, and he does a very good job. And every now and again, he throws me one of the meetings to do if he's on leave, and I, I sort of say to him, "Gee, you do a good job here," because I've probably got the comfortable seat of just doing the metro meetings. So this this suits me quite well. Alrighty, let's just jump straight in here to the two-year-olds, and the talking point here is the favourite, Rock My Wand. I uh, got a long way back last up. You've mapped it to to box seat this time. Absolutely, here from barrier two, I'm supremely confident that Rock My Wand will be running in the first three or four. Did begin well last time out in the first sides. That was 1,200 metres uh, against some pretty quick ones, and from barrier 13, had little choice but to come back there and did a really good job to run on as well as what. Uh, she did there. I'd say here to 1400, it's going to find the tempo a lot easier. And as we saw when uh, she won a maiden at Rose Hill, two back does have tactical speed to put herself into the race early on. All right, is there anything else here of interest? I guess the, another touch point is a lot of punters will probably look at this map quickly, see one of Gay's, probably go straight to the front. But the Victorian uh, showed good speed on debut over 1100 metres. So that suggests that it's got a bit of a toe. I believe so. I don't think they'll hand up straight away on the Defiant one. I think they'll make uh, from material work a little bit. And we also have the gear change to blinkers come off the top weight. So uh, I don't think it's clear cut that Gale will just get across and control things here. I think the Defiant one who debuted over 1100 and showed good speed was down in the worst going there at Geelong and uh, did, did reasonably well to stick on and, and run as well as what uh, he did there. So I don't think there'll be any pushover for the race or the lead. All right, jumping across to race two now, the 2,000-metre event. And I guess in races like this, maps are so important because there's generally very little between them once they get out to these middle-distance uh, staying contests. Uh, loves to rock has been going really well for Anthony Cummings and certainly appreciates, or at least he looks like it, in his last couple rolling along. Exactly, and drops down to the limit weight here, or the two kilos above the limit with 54. Uh, that was 2,100 last time out, and obviously back in trip at Fraction, but... Go back to Goulburn, 23rd of February, was able to lead all the way over 1,600, so I could use the good draw here. We saw Welsh legend from the Waller Yard with a change of tactics last time out uh, to race closer. Led on that occasion, I think they'll be pretty happy to take a sit here and let Lumster Rock and a horse like Mr Wong go forward. Uh, we saw Mr Wong race on speed last time out at Warwick Farm, did plenty of work in the run and kept binding. Now steps to 2,000 metres, but you can say they've got to be positive. New arrangement gets Nash, not many choices there from that wide draw, but to go forward, you'd imagine. Uh, high opinions of horse that I think will be written a lot closer tomorrow. Had the two runs back over a mile at Warwick Farm. Now draws barrier one and steps to the 2,000 metres. I think high opinion will settle forward to midfield here in a 2,000 metre race, even with the quick tempo. And there's been good early support uh, with Tab for Lua Me In. I note that you've got it here, tactically having enough speed to use that draw, uh, having drawn barrier two there last start we saw it go back to to, to coal ridden ridden dead last there at warwick farm yes correct and, and last time out of warwick farm did draw barrier 13 and 14 uh, and had 
message down the straight as well getting cleared. Barrier two, 2,000 metres is a complete unknown, so you wouldn't imagine they're going to be aggressive early, but just naturally begins and can land in that spot. If we go back to uh, Randwick on the 25th of January there, was able to sit up in an off-post position, sort of stalking roll over 1,400. So without asking the women in to do too much early, I'd say James McDonald just holds the spot there midfield and gets a very nice cheap run. All right, the Hawkesbury crown here in her time, of course, the farewell for the, for the Group 1 winning mayor. You've got her rolling forward from the gate. Uh, when I did them up, I tend to agree they don't leave anything the chance here given this uh, is her final hurrah. Absolutely not. Uh, yes, has Bowman on, who's a little bit more of a relaxed and take things easy rider early, but I don't think they'll go ridiculously hard. Dyslexic will lead uh, from Irafia. After that, you struggle to find the on-paces. So I don't think there'll be any pressure applied to those leaders, which will allow Bowman just to come across and take up a stalking position. Uh, I did map in her time really close to the speed last time out in the hallmark. Uh, I had some issues there early on, uh, checked after beginning awkwardly. Going back to the springtime, I think we mentioned on the show a couple of weeks ago in the VRC Classic, set up second over 1,200 metres with only nature strip in front of her on that occasion. So... In her time, does have some tactical speed, and with a clean beginning, can overcome that barrier for sure. Are you confident that Irithea is happy to take a sit here? Because off her form, I'm convinced that she's better rolling along out in front. You've got Tim Clark on. Is there a little query there? Uh, not for me. I, I, I don't watch much South Australian racing, to be honest, but I did happen to look up at the screen last time when uh, Dyslexic granted and I said, oh, that's the horse that uh, is trained by Hawks, which it no longer is. It's now Brent Stanley. Yeah. And it led an 1,100-metre race, and they fed and flew, they did. James Innes, likewise, is a quite an uh, aggressive jockey early, so I think that Tim Clark would be more than content just to sit off Dyslexic here, uh, stepping up in trip. That, that's my thoughts anyway, especially given the fact that RSA is coming back from a couple of 1,600-metre runs to this. Yeah, certainly back to, to 1,300 metres is the race that she, she won last year. The other runner we'll touch on is Bangkok, and you'll be impressed. I've done my homework here. It's drawn barrier one five times in the past, and it's settled third, second, fifth, seventh, and fourth. So she's not as one-dimensional dim- uh, as she is pegged. That's an impressive stat you throw out there, and I've seen can hold a spot in this field. Didn't grow awful last time out. Uh, drew barrier five, and probably just got a pair further back than one really would have liked to have been, but from barrier one here, I'd say young Dolan can hold a spot around midfield and uh, she probably gets her chance now to be put into the race before the turn as opposed to trying to get into a, into a position at the 200, which has been the, the case in the last two starts in those big fields. So definitely, as much as you say in her time's going to land right there on speed, the main danger in Bangkok isn't going to be a minute back by any means. Yeah. Okay, the gold rush now. Uh, there looks two absolute flyers here that only really know one way. Uh, you've got Agent Pippa uh, and Villamy. Absolutely. Agent Pippa's a, a seriously uh, fast uh, mare. We've only ever seen her in Sydney racing right on the speed, so there'll be no change to that here with the 53 kilos. It'll be handlebars down early. Uh, Villamy's got to work across and sit up outside the lead. Then you probably have horses like Marley and Magic. Uh, got Adam Hyronis on, a good uh, speed, get them out of the barriers, jockey, handle the truth, spending to win, all capable of being forward here. So it sets up for a really fast tempo. With Rose Hill 1100 metres, quite often you can see these horses that set a genuine clip, but they can just keep running Rose Hill 1100 metres. 
Absolutely. The name escapes me now, but we saw that Mark Newman horse do it here uh, probably the start of the carnival. The Splintex. Um, black and grey colours and was able to lead. Like, watching it, you're saying, going a little bit too quickly, but they just kept running off, and so you're dead right in what you say there. Uh, Graf is a horse that I want to touch on. I note that you've got him just off worse than midfield. Um, looking at his history, I'd imagine they'd be really keen to try and use the, the soft draw to be a little bit closer. Take us through your thinking there with him. Uh, I, I said midfield. That was my spot for Graf. We've seen Graf race a little bit closer than that in the past, but with predicted tempo here, and especially coming into the race first up over the real short trip of 1,100, I think Bowman will be happy to ride a pretty conservative race here in the early stages, and especially first up, be more hitting the hitting the button the last two hundred, and we know Graf can finish off really strongly, and those leaders are going to start to sit down, and you know Graf's going to be super strong on the line. Yep. Okay, the Hawkesbury Guineas over fourteen hundred metres, and uh, of course, just the news came through from from Andrew Bensley's Twitter account that IndyCar has indeed been sold to Hong Kong, so we can scratch him from the map. Um, probably doesn't make a great deal of difference to the speed in this race, but there's still plenty there. Bandersnatch, uh, you've got out in front, Rule the World, and, and potentially Battleground. Be interesting to see what they do with him. It's not an easy map, this race, or, or race to map. Bandersnatch comes into this race first up, has one asset, and that's the sustained speed that Bandersnatch can, can run along at. But there's plenty of, uh, plenty of people going to be taking on here with Rule the World uh, also coming into this race first up right up on speed. Battleground's a horse that we saw first up at Warwick Farm. Sinclair tried to grab hold there and find a little bit of cover and fired up very badly. Uh, I don't know if, he, if Bowman will find a way to get Battleground to switch off, but look, last time at Kembla Grange, they let Battleground run and went enormous. So there's more speed. Chat holds a spot and spends always right up there. So this will be a real cracking tempo early and the horses like Groundswell, Ice Bath and 11-11, who we've seen on speed in the past, probably just back here from Barrier 13. They're the horses that are going to be really advantaged late, I believe. Yeah, I was going to ask you about 11-11. Uh, he's a pretty versatile horse, but the barrier probably dictates what Nash will do from the draw. He's probably going to have to, to go back and look to slot in. If he can get a three-wide running line, that's probably a perfect scenario. Three-wide midfield is a perfect setup. It's just a matter of whether Dawn Passage was to beat 11-11 to that position who's drawn one barrier inside, but they're both going to be drifting back from those draws and trying to find spots off the very hot tempo here. All right, the Hawkesbury Cup is the last race we'll look at. Uh, you've got Ammon Geary rolling out in front. Uh, we've seen enough of her to know where she likes to be. How will the pressure go? Will she get her chance in this? Absolutely. There'll be, there'll be limited pressure on Ammon Geary here. I'm saying it's an average tempo. Master time works across, but... We know Master Time is more of a, a 2,000 metre horse, so the fact Tim Clark's booked, it'll definitely be on speed here. After that, you struggle to find any. Archidemus obviously drawn barrier two. We have to map on pace, but it's first up since October last year, so not going to be gunning it to Amangiri here by any means. I thought Unforgotten, who we spoke about on the show a couple of weeks ago, after some really showing some good speed in trials, can go forward from that barrier. Royal Celebrations probably forced to go forward and another dollar used for the draw, but I see very limited pressure on Amagiri here up the front. The race really maps well for her. So I think that's an important point you make on Archidemus because it's the one that has speed, uh, looking at its history, but you think that they'll probably err on the conservative side. Oh, I believe so, especially coming into this first up. 
it's, it, it, there's going to be no upside to going toe to toe early with Adam Geary, who's had the two runs back in really high class, high rating races. So I, I, I think you just need to take a sit and get through the run if you're Academus. And really quickly, uh, Live and Free is a horse that plenty of punters are talking about off a, a really nice trial. Looks to be ready to go. Fresh up here, despite its record suggesting that it does improve. Second up, uh, it's drawn well. Bossy on. Any chance it can be a little bit closer than what you've got it? Uh, look, I thought in the second half of the field, uh, obviously it's, it, it, it's a different preparation this time round. And first up's a lot more uh, intent and go, go, go. But I said definitely settle midfield to the second half of uh, the field. The one I thought could settle closer that's drawn well here is Paul Tuesday. Uh, we've seen her use barriers in the past, got Nash on. Had the trial on Monday. That tells me that Girl Tuesday will be your system's go in the uh, Hawksman Gold Cup tomorrow. Yes, fair enough. All right, thank you again for your time, Lee. And unfortunately, that wraps up the season for us. We'll certainly be back uh, when the carnival rolls around again. But thank you for for, for joining me every Friday and going no, through the maps. Thank you for telling me through it. Uh, I might be able to put a map together, but my media uh, credentials aren't quite as strong as yours. But it's been a good season, and we've had plenty of listeners. And thank you to them, and thank you to the support of Racing New South Wales. And we look forward to a, a big spring and... Uh, yeah, it's exciting times. We don't have a sponsor yet, so no plugs for those just at the moment. <laughs> no, we can't plug anyone. But, uh, <laughs> no, we just hope that we can give everyone out there that listens a bit of a, a bit of help and um, see how we go. All right. Thank you, Lee. No worries. I'll talk to you soon.